So here we are, our third Twitter space, the third episode of The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, third episode of Bob. Bob number Bob. three. Welcome to Bob number three. Uh, we are together again, all in the same room. Liam, yeah. Liam, you went to school for the first time today? Yep. In a long time? That go okay? Yeah? It went fine? Kind of weird? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm still home. I, I, oh yeah, since, since last we recorded, uh, I tested positive. Oh um, yeah, that's weird. Anna, you and I were sitting next to each other for a full hour mm-hmm. and you didn't get it. I didn't get it. it as far as we know. I think it's because dad is vaccinated. <laughs> and, and there's a little less likely of a chance that vaccinated people, you know, uh, spread it. So. Not a little. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's no statistics there's that no, us about the vaccine. No, no, they they think vaccinated people don't spread it as much. You know, uh, we can, but there there's probably a lesser chance that we do. So we're thinking that Dad didn't get it from Liam. Yeah, I maybe got it at school, school or something. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so Anna, you're still negative. I'm kind of coming out of it now. Like I don't really have a lot of symptoms. I never did to begin with, just kind of plugged up and I had some chills, but not and too bad. And now you're on your like six yeah. symptoms? Seven or seven. eight, maybe. Yeah. Seven. So yeah, we're, we're good to go. Uh, that's, that was interesting. That was, that was something. Uh, but we watched the book of Boba Fett last night and, uh, we're finding that we just, because Wednesday night's a school night, just don't have time to record right away, uh, right after the episode, usually. So yeah, we're recording here on Thursday again, and uh, what do we think of the show? The Streets of Mos Espa was the name of the show. It's pretty good. What do you guys think? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? It's, it was good. Yeah. Um, I think today we're going to start with the then plot, because uh, not a ton happened, but something really big happened. So, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, the show or that, that's, you know, the flashback basically starts off with, uh, Boba going to Moss Eisley, uh, which, you know, we, we've seen Moss Eisley after the fall of the empire, uh, before, um, because we saw it in the Mandalorian when, uh, in the first season, when, and the second season, uh, when Din went to Tatooine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we get to see the the creation of those uh, you know stormtrooper helmets on the on the pikes, uh, hmm. the big the pikes. the pikes. Interesting, yeah. Uh, so, and uh, and we see in the background uh, Petty Molo and her pit, uh, pit droids walking in the distance, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty cool. Which is uh, the person in Mandalorian who fixed the Mando's ship. Yep. Yep. And babysat Grogu. Yeah, yeah. babysat Grogu. That's yeah. much more important. But... Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so that was a nice little, nice little Easter egg, and it kind of. At first, I'm like, wait, but this takes place after. But no, that that was the flashback. That was actually quite a bit before uh, what we see in the Mandalorian. So, so yeah, laying some groundwork there for what Tatooine ends up becoming, sort of right. Uh, and Boba asks the Jawas where the where the Pikes do their business. And the Jawas, you know, point, but then they also talk a lot. And I would like to think that they're saying, hey, that's the guy that we stole the armor from. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if he could just understand Jawaese, maybe he would he would know. But And kill all of them? Or, no, tell them to bring 
bring him his armor. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was not a good guy then. He was a horrible person. He just killed people. What? Well, no, he wasn't. Right? This was after his... Uh, oh, yeah, that was after that. Never his, mind. you know, uh, rebirth Beard with the Tuscans. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I do. I really do think they were trying to tell us there, you know, that Boba has become a new, a new person. Uh, he's a changed man. You know, and I think we see that. We see that in this show. Like, he's not... He's not just... You know, he's not ruthless. Right. Uh, which, I mean, like that's, that, that's not the right person to be a crime boss. <laughs> this is, um, I don't know how, I don't, it's quite a while in the show. Yeah. But, um, he let Chrysanthemum go. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad he did that. Honestly, it's making it so much easier to watch for Boba to actually be, like, somewhat kind. Well, I mean, right. they were if friends. he wasn't, like, I know some people would be fine with that, but the entire time I'd be like, Boba, no, just don't kill him. No, yeah. Boba, why? Right, right, right. Right. I, I'm not a huge fan of the anti-hero thing mm-hmm. where, you know, like, I like that he's actually, you know, trying to be fair. Yeah. You know, and uh, and it was just a job. It wasn't personal. So why make it personal, right. you know? Um, and maybe he'll want to hire Black Chrysanthemum in the future. Maybe. You know, so why not? I'd, I'd, I'd rather be on that Wookiee's good side. Yeah. <laughs> and this, you know, than to have him dead and not be on his side at all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Liam? They were friends. In the comics. Well, they they, they knew who they were, each other were. They didn't interact too much. But, oh. yeah, they were, they were uh, associates, basically. They both worked for Jabba. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we learn from the Pike that Boba talks to that the name of the gang is the Kintans, the Kintan Striders. That's the Nikto gang that mm, uh, mm-hmm. paints the. It's like a, it's a Star Wars K. It's not necessarily Arabesh, but it's like the K, from like the Outer Rim language or something like that. That's what that symbol is. Um, and yeah, and Kint, uh, Kintan, I think, or Kinto, Kintan, I think, is the name of the Nikto uh, planet, where they originated from, at least, their home planet. And then, you know, Boba returns, and mm-hmm. then all the Tuscans are dead. And, you know, you both commented, and I noticed as well, that we didn't see that many bodies, you know? Yeah. Like, we saw a lot of Banthas, but we didn't see a ton of... You know, Tuscan bodies. So it's possible that some of them survived. So, you know, we, we said, I said last episode, right, that chances are the way this story was going to go, something happens to these Tuscans mm-hmm. and that's why Boba's not with them anymore. I don't like that. I wish it didn't happen. I was not ready for it to happen yet. I mean, I did think it was going to happen, but I wish we had more time with them. Uh, but also, I really wish they could have just done something else. Um, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people who... A lot of people who are really happy about, you know, how great the, like, sort of like the, the themes of indigenous rights were last episode are, were very hurt this episode and Mm -hmm. felt, you know, like, like here's another time where the indigenous people are just slaughtered, you know, and, and do we really need to see that? keep mm-hmm. seeing that you which know? is maybe why they didn't include so many dead bodies like they didn't that could be. want it to be yeah. so graphic and right like, right 
gross. Exactly. Yeah. Like honoring them, kind of. Sure. In the way of burning their village. Down. Well, no, but I, I know what you're saying though. Like the filmmakers don't mm-hmm. want to glorify it or say like, look at these, all these dead bodies. Right. Isn't this interesting? Um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard some theories that like, Hey, maybe, uh, you know, the kid and the, the fighter who was training him, we didn't see either of those bodies. So maybe they Escape. somehow escaped and they'll come back later and, you know, like we can hope, but also like, it would be nice if, I don't know, it's just too bad. You know, we got to know these people and I don't know. I just feel like they could have, could have done it differently. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a story, you know, but also like there's things that, that are used, you know, different tropes and different, you know, things that are done in stories that, you know, like, like you don't cause have harm to, to people, use, you know? You don't have to use people, other people's death for, like, the character's development. Yeah, I think in yeah. some ways, like, it's fine, like, if it's, like, a mentor, but, like, with, like, a group of, like, you know, right. people who are oppressed in the real world... Or, or that they're, you know, they're meant to be, like, a stand-in for a group, you know, because obviously Tuscans aren't in the real world, but, well, like, yes. but they're, you know, they made it pretty obvious yeah. in the last episode that we're talking about indigenous people mm-hmm. here, and this is kind of like the, the, the story of the Tuscans, you know, or that they were, you know, this is their planet, mm-hmm. and they were, you know, forced to live in the desert, and, yeah. So, anyway, uh... That's a bummer, and, you know, let's hope that some of them survived and that we're not done with the Tuscans, you know? Um, maybe there are other Tuscans close by, and Boba can ask them for help, and maybe, you know, we can see how a different Tuscan tribe kind of operates, and maybe also will work with Boba, right? We mm-hmm. see, like, we see the Mandalorian, you know, with Din Djarin is, like, communicating with them, and obviously, like, there's other... Tuscans who, you know, who are willing to work with outsiders and right. they're not just, you know, this isn't just the one tribe that's willing to do that, right? So, Unless we'll see. Mandalorian found the same tribe, oh wait, they're all But also, right, right. I think it's perfectly valid if a Tuscan tribe doesn't want to work with outsiders because, like... Yeah. <laughs> most outsiders that they've met have tried to kill them. Sure. So, I mean, I think, you know, they, they have a right to be very cautious oh completely which they were with boba they were for yeah. at the beginning and oh, yeah. Then he, yeah yeah yep yeah so that's uh that's the then plot basically uh and uh you know we'll see what happens next uh but as far as the now plot goes um you know we start off with uh 8d8 that's the droid right um kind of given Boba and Fennec, the lay of the land, saying, like, here's what happened, you know, here's what happened with, um, I still have a hard time remembering his name, Bib Fortuna, when Bib (laughs) Fortuna was, uh, you know, was, was head, head of the crime family, uh, and 8D8, I think, has a horrible pronunciation for a droid. Uh, he says Klatu- Klatunians instead of Klatuinians. It bothers me so much. Come on, 8D8. I mean, it's not even pronunciation. It's just, like, there's an extra I and N that he did not pronounce. It's not Klatunians. It's Klatuinians. 
Mm-hmm. That bothers me so much. He's a droid. There's no way a droid should mispronounce that. Um, and then also, I can maybe see this a little bit. He says Mokshez instead of Mokshaiz. And okay, that really bothers I me as well. Think maybe if the programmer, <laughs> you know, maybe there's multiple pronunciations of also, that, but people Siri, just say. Siri pronounces things wrong all the time. <laughs> That's a good If you ask Siri to say our last name, she would say it all wrong. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, she's gotten yeah. better though. Actually, someone must have like, because I think you can tell Siri how to say a certain word. Oh yeah. So she's gotten better at our that. name. Yeah. Oh really? I thought I so. Noticed that. Hmm. Maybe not. Interesting. Uh, anyway, that's just I just thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, I guess you know with droids, like there's certain sounds maybe they just can't make. Shai, I, you know, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, and then we get the we get the water guy and. Uh, this is a, he's an actor who has been in some comedies that I have really liked. Uh, most recently, I've watched him in Barry, uh, which is a pretty dark comedy on HBO. But uh, anyway, he plays, you know, just a, just a water seller who, you know, uh, someone's, a bunch of punk kids stole his water, right? And, uh, and so Boba goes and investigates, and instead of, uh, you know, taking the money from the thieves, he hires them. <laughs> which yeah. uh, I, I kind of liked. Because, I mean, like, we thought the injustice was that they were stealing his water at first. Yeah. And then it kind of turns out, like, yes, they were stealing his water, but it was because it was way too expensive. I do like yeah, how they, they just totally work. admitted it. Yeah. And they don't, and there's no work. That's a good point. And yeah. there's no work. Yeah, it's, which is a real problem. I mean, but, yeah. a lot of people, you know, are really passionate about giving people more work. Yeah, I think that uh, these kids are interesting. Um, I like them. They have some pretty cool style to them. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of like uh, like Kira on yeah. on Corellia, you know, uh, like they're you know younger and they kind of are like these little punks, but they have like really fancy Vespas. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they take so much like they're they care so much about what they look like, you know. But they live on the, Tatooine. The guy you know, with, like it's just so... like keep an eye out. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean that to be offensive. <laughs> yes. It's cool, mate. I this eye, like I've hit a bunch for it. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I actually have that quote later in the show notes because I loved it so much. Uh, Liam, you're like, there's Brits, and you know, of course, there's been British accents in in Gen Star Wars so. for forever, but Sniper's but I think it, say mate, mate, yeah, the mate thing, and like uh, his specific. Like British accent is more Australian, I think, kind of. Oh, maybe no. Well, maybe I think there's there's a certain, uh, yeah, there's certain British accents that sound like that. Like uh, like if you listen uh to John Boyega speak, he sounds quite oh, a bit yeah. like that. You know, that's mm-hmm. sort of a British accent, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, these kids are cool. They remind me of something you'd see in the comics. They kind of remind me a little bit of the old eighties. Uh, droids cartoon like whenever you saw but i cannot think of it hmm. very kind of steampunk with like their sort of like robot mods and yeah you know uh but yeah those vespas man those things are ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so uh when boba's talking i just love and this happened a couple times this episode and i think it's happened before fennec just kind of chuckles a little bit sometimes so like when boba tells the water guy like you don't like it you can move to maz eisley and and fennec just goes hmm 
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just, it's so natural and it's just so, it's, that's what people do, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just kind of is like backing up Boba, you know, like, ah, oh, that was a funny comment, boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, like, I'm on this side, guy's yeah. side too, so opposing person? Yeah. I'm here. And that's how I laugh, too. Me. I I always do that when I think something's funny. (laughs) I go, hmm. Anyway. You also go, hmm. It's not a laugh. That is not a laugh. No, no, no. We know that, hmm. Yeah. Liam and I know that, hmm. It's (laughs) not the laugh, hmm. Oh. It's the, the, I'm silently judging you, (laughs) hmm. Like the face we were saying last night. It's the same face. Yeah, it's the face. My resting silent judging face. It's the, I really want to get a YouTube channel, or I really want to get Instagram, and you go, Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I just mm. like, I feel like Fennec and I would get along really well. That's all. I I'm, think that's you all do. I'm she didn't kill you first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I could never kill people for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which she would. Well, maybe, um, maybe not. You know, I, I always think, think I don't think she would. I don't think she'd take orders mm, from you. That's a good point. I always think I'd get along with people who like act like me, but that's usually not the case. Yeah. You know, you find someone who, who's just like you. Chances are you're going to be enemies. In my experience. You have enemies. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's really sad. That's basically just saying you hate yourself. Oh. No, no it's like no, I'm. Your... I'm this way, not you. Right. Uh, okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Uh, it's, it's some connections time, kids. Okay, so here's some connections that I made. So Chancellor okay. Valorum, back before the prequels started, you know, back before episode one, Chancellor Valorum sent Sifo Diaz to the Pike homeworld of Obadiah uh, to settle a dispute, okay? And uh, the Pikes shot down Obadiah's ship, and he died in the crash. So we, in the Clone Wars, we see uh, Kit Fisto and a group of clones discovering this ship. I just right? realized how funny Kit Fisto's mm, Oh, totally. Is. Totally funny. Uh, <laughs> so ridiculous. So, okay, oh so gosh. before all that, though, Sifo Diaz was the Jedi who ordered all of the clones to be made by the Kaminoans. Uh-huh. Remember, Sifo had a vision that the that a big war, a big war would happen, and that the Republic would need soldiers. So he ordered he he contacted the Kaminoans and had them create this clone army. So so like the Pikes and Sifo Diaz and they're all like connected. And here's Boba. He's going to go to war with the people who shot down the Jedi who or made the order for him to be oh created, my gosh. basically. It's just really interesting. That's true. You know, like, there's, and there's, uh, and also, like, we saw, like, Omega has had dealings with the Pikes. Uh, you know, Ahsoka's had dealing with the Pikes. Ahsoka's also dealt with Death Watch. Um, Ahsoka's you know, dealt like, with a lot of people. So, like, I'm just saying there's a lot of, you know, and Fennec also, remember, was, like, she was tasked to bring Omega back to... Camino. Oh my gosh, that's I true. I totally forgot about that. I know. Me too. And now she's spending all this time with Boba. Like, you think they've Fennec never talked about Boba's Omega? sister. I know. I never thought about that. I know. I completely forgot. So, yeah, Omega's Wait, gonna so, be in the show, kids. But, 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 but Bad Batch was before Book of Boba Fett, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Bad, Wait, ba- well, bad Batch was before. What do you hope? mean, Bad Batch was before Book of Boba? Book of Boba was after Return of the Jedi. I, I, I thought. 
bad batch was after Return of the Jedi. Oh, I thought reason. you meant I thought right you meant, like in Revenge real life, which one came out first? Oh no, oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> no. no. So, uh, so anyway, I thought those connections were interesting. Uh, and now it's been a while. We're going to read an email uh, because the email is concerning Bob, and it is from uh, our our longtime listener and friend Nyan. So let's get to it. Nine says, Greetings, children of the forest. It's been a while since I've sent in an email for the show, partly because of high school applications. So we have to apply to high school? Weird. I guess kind of, yeah. But mostly because my two brain cells keep forgetting to write one. But mm-hmm. I have remembered now, so here's my email, starting out with a review of Bob episode one. I personally enjoyed the episode. However, I think it definitely had its faults. I definitely agree that some of the acting felt too casual and out of place in Star Wars, much less in a show about a crime lord. I also thought the sand monster looked really weird, but I can't pinpoint what was odd about it. A centaur. Well, I think I think there's something about, like, um, I think, I don't know if it was a practical effect. I, I can't wait to see the behind the scenes to see how they made that. It almost, It really looked like a stop motion thing to me. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, it looked weird. Uh, because we're just not used to seeing, seeing that. I don't know. Something about it. Yeah. It looked, it looked physical, but it kind of looked like an action figure. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, Nyan says, I was a bit confused on why he was rushed back into the Bacta tank. I assume it was Bacta. Uh, right after the fight with the assassin people in the middle or the end or the middle end or the middle beginning <laughs> <laughs> of the episode. Uh, does that mean he has to go back into Bacta periodically? I think we found out now that, yeah, he, that's basically where he sleeps in yeah. the Bacta tank. Um, if so, did he have a Bacta tank on his ship? Because he wasn't outside of the tank for an extremely long time, as far as I could tell. I think it could also be because he got had so much like exposure, like he was fighting. I think that's probably true. So that's why he had to get to the back to it. Yeah. But it does seem like it's a nightly thing. So so I think what, what Nyan means is like, where was this tank on his ship during the Mandalorian? Oh, right? when he was When he was out and about in the in the galaxy. You know, we never yeah. saw... But yeah, I mean, Maybe or did like something... Maybe like he can go without it, but like... But he... why? Yeah, why would he? <laughs> sure. That could be. You know, he wants to be at the top of his game. So just back to every night. I feel like there's something more there. Yeah. And maybe we're going to see that still in the, in the then plot. Maybe. We'll see something. And then we will see that, yes, he did have the tank on his ship. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, aside from those things, it was a pretty enjoyable episode. And Wait. I look forward to more. Yes. So are we going to see Mando in the then plot? In the then plot? Maybe. Maybe we'll see... No, because then they're just going to show us the exact same thing we already saw. You know, it could end with him... No, it. my guess is it's going to end with him finding Fennec. But he won't... Uh... He won't see Din. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. if he does, then he's like, whoa, there's Mandalorian armor on that guy. But no, he wants his Mandalorian armor. I don't know. I don't know. They have some explaining to do. Uh... <laughs> So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Nyan says that it was a pretty enjoyable episode. Look forward to more. As a side note, I did see that the green Twi'lek had ear cones while he presented as male. Ah, yes. I meant to talk about this last episode. Uh, if that was intentional, that would mean he would be the first transgender character in live action Star Wars as far as I know. And that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because Twi'leks who have ear cones are female. I mean, that's as far as we know. What are ear cones? Uh, 
Oh, so so like uh, if you look at the the male Twi'leks, they have their ears look like like human ears, but women Twi'leks have they just have like a cone where their ears would be, and it's not like a head like a thing that's like a helmet or anything like that. That's actually their body part is like a cone. So here's this this guy, and you know, he's like he's got his shirt off and everything, but he's got these ear cones, and so. A lot of people have said, like, oh. this is a pretty obvious... What like, guy was this? Um, so one of the two Twi'leks who greeted them when the when they first came into uh, Garza's, Garza Fwip's, uh, you know, uh, bar, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. gambling place. Can I see what the ear cones look like? Can you look it up real quick? Mm, sure. So here's an ear, mm. and there's an ear cone. So yeah, I mean, you know, that would be nice. Uh... But also not nearly enough, and they need to do way more than that mm-hmm. as far as uh, representation. So, yeah, uh, you know, I, I would like to have some confirmation from Lucasfilm on that. But also, like, I could see if they did say, like, oh, yeah, by the way, this person is trans uh, transgender Twi'lek. You know, the majority of people are going to be like, uh, that's really not enough. Bad. And also, you need to make that clear in the episode instead of just telling us outside of the episode. And the you other know, half of the people don't are Dumbledore be mad is. That there's and then the other half of people are going to be. Then the other half of people are going <laughs> to be great. mad that there's a trans character in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah so well, those it's really can, difficult. Those people more can difficult than take a, a step off a plank into the Sarlacc. For all I care. All right. So and the nine says aside from Bob, if I haven't been doing much Star Warsy stuff, unfortunately. But maybe now that I finished with most of my high school application stuff. I can finally start writing the second book of my fan fiction. Cool, that'd be awesome. Uh, I hope everyone is enjoying the first part. I really enjoyed listening to it and appreciate how much effort you put into it. May the force be with you, Nyan. All right, well, thank you so much, Nyan, for that email and uh, thoughts on Bob. And for those of you who don't know, uh, if you look back at our episodes a few episodes ago, the first part of Nyan's original Star Wars book, The Light of Darkness, uh, is there. I, I read that first section and, you know, did some music and sound effects and you know try to make it sound all cool and i'm looking forward to doing part two I but you know we're taking a little to it i don't think i told you that oh you didn't tell it me it was that. good yeah did you like it yeah did you think my voice my voice uh choices were okay yeah mm-hmm. good good cool well yeah i i look forward to doing the next one awesome. uh it'll be after this season of book of boba fett because we're doing these episodes this I think there's uh, five more episodes, or six maybe? There's ten total, I think. Or nine total? I can't remember. Also, what, Dana? Um, I just remembered you saying that you were basing the the villain's voice off of um, a villain, like in a TV show or something you watched. Mm, okay. And I was thinking, and I would have to listen back because I don't remember exactly what you said, but would it be the villain in The Matrix? Could it be that oh. you were basing it off of? No, I don't think so. No. I, I tried to give this villain a, a southern accent. A southern accent. Uh, there's this villain in the in the Walking Dead, actually, that I'm going oh. for. That's sort of what I'm going for now. Uh, I think originally, though, the first time when we read through it, yeah. all three of us, I think I was going for more of a cool more villain. of a Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So then, anyway, so Boba, when he, you know, when after that flashback we see him in his tank and black chrysanthemum pulls him out and then it's uh bk versus boba and his undies and i think that's pretty cool boba was fighting in his underwear 
mean, it was. That's cool. I mean, like, they were, like, you know, pretty substantial underwear, but they were his undies. I just thought it was funny. And, like, meanwhile, Black Rosanton's naked, you know? That's true. I mean, he's got some armor on, but it's not like he's got pants on. So they're, like, they're just wrestling. You know? And then it ends with, it almost ends with BK just giving Boba a big old hug. You know? It was kind of sweet. No, it was not. <laughs> so, what are you doing? Yeah, I can actually hear his bones crunching yeah. as he's like squeezing them. I'm like, wait, is that his spine? Like, how is it going to get up after that? But Well, you crack my back. No, that's a good all point. The time, and that's that a good doesn't point. Hurt. It feels good. Yeah. So. I want to get a hug from Black Rosanton <laughs> so you can oh, crack my back. Black Rosanton's back cracks are the best. <laughs> Uh, um, you know, and he's got a little tens unit on his hand too. You know the, what a tens unit is? They, it's like these little electrodes that you can oh, yeah. hook up to your body, and they kind of stimulate your muscles. Well, he's got that little shock fist thing, so he can like give you a hug and just give you little shocks while he's giving you a hug. What? Yes. Yeah. Why would you want a shock? Black Rosanton is a is he's a, a bounty hunter slash masseuse. <laughs> masseuse. Yeah person who gives massages oh. <laughs> that's his day job he's a masseuse <laughs> uh, but anyway uh the, the whole gang helps out so good thing that boba hired those those punk kids you know or he'd uh, be dead yeah and then uh black Santon's imprisoned in the rancor pit which is pretty cool and i thought they were going to keep him down there but uh but then the next morning the twins arrive why did I think the next morning? I think it was the next morning. I think it was the next yeah. morning, too. Uh, they arrive with a gift. The gift of a Rancor. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. The Rancor on this huge hover platform. Meanwhile, like, the s- slaves are having to carry the huts everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, and, you know, Boba wants to ride that Rancor. Uh, and he... I don't know. You guys, you guys are pretty skeptical about this Rancor Keeper, right? I mean, I don't no. think logically no. there's anything, like, skeptical about him. He just gives off a bad vibe. Hmm. Like, a, the vibe of a person who's keeping something. <laughs> well, so that actor, Danny Trejo, he plays villains uh, often. And, you you know, you might recognize him. He was in Spy Kids. Oh. He was a, he, he was a person called Machete in Spy Kids. I don't remember any Machete, I but we did watch Spy Kids. The actor. You recognize the actor? So okay. maybe that's why. Yeah. Uh, so, which is, Spy Kids is also Robert Rodriguez, and not that Robert Rodriguez Doesn't like he, wrote like, direct and directed. Films? He does also. He just made Spy Kids for his kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He does direct some horror films too. Uh, in fact, there's a film called Machete about oh. Machete, and it oh. is a it's a horror film. I think it's also kind of a comedy. I think from what I've heard, I haven't watched it. Horror but uh, horror com, so like rom com, like a rom com. Yeah, so it's technically a Spy Kids in universe horror. Horror movie. I don't know. I guess it's the same character, Machete. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think you know. Also, like we probably shouldn't trust the huts. You know, when they say like, "Here's a gift for you." Yeah, right. And so there's you know there's that thing where it's like, is this really like this seems too good to be true? Mm-hmm. You know, and like, the guy was getting a rancor as a gift seems too good to be true. Did you get the sense exactly? <laughs> Did you get the sense that this uh, rancor keeper wanted the rancor to see him first, and then Boba's like, "Oh well, I would like to 
get to know this Rancor better, and he's like, oh, okay, well, then you stand here, and I'll take the blinders off. Maybe, yeah. I, I got that sense. If I was the Rancor Keeper, like, if I was the guy who's, like, gonna be in charge of this Rancor, I'd want the Rancor to see me first. Didn't he say the person who trains it should be the person it sees first? Boba's not training the I Rancor. know, I know. Yeah. He doesn't know how. And who did, one of you commented when he said, I've ridden things, thing, uh, five times the size Is of this it? or whatever? I, I laughed, and no one else did. <laughs> and then I was like... You guys didn't get that reference? I, I was running through my head. I'm like, what has he... I mean, maybe he flew like he flew on an Awa in, on Camino, you know, those flying things. I'm like, is that what it was? <laughs> but then you made the connection, Anna. It's the yeah. dinosaur-like thing from the holidays. Yeah, version. but also they're, the dinosaur's smaller than that, Rancor. Look at the size of Boba on that dinosaur. Oh, I'd have to he's look at so, that. He's so big compared to it. Mm. Or he's not like bigger than it, but I don't think it's. You think it's not? I think the that joke. Yeah. I think the joke definitely was to that. Yeah, yeah. But I also think that there's no way that that dinosaur is any bigger than mm. a rancor. Okay. Could it could be six times whatever he said the size of that baby rancor? But yeah. I don't know. I I think of that dinosaur as rancor huge. Still look pretty Me big. Me too. So I guess we we'll have to look at an image later. But uh, but yeah. So. They go to make an appointment with Mak Shaiz because he's not, he said he's, he, his next appointment's in 20 days, which is so funny. Uh, and actually the, the twins actually say that Mak Shaiz has promised Tatooine to the Pikes. So, or promised Tatooine to a new syndicate, right? They don't say the Pikes. Uh, and then, uh, we find out, you know, later that it is the Pikes, which, I mean, is it really Mak Shaiz's place? To promise Tatooine to a crime no. syndicate? I don't know. I don't know. He only owns the small part of it. Who knows? He doesn't own the hot space. He only owns the town. Yeah. So then Boba releases uh, Black Crescent because he just does. Which he hope, said it maybe, was a job. Yeah, it was a job. So maybe someday. No hard feelings. Maybe someday we'll see him again. He'll help out Boba. I don't know. That would uh, be really cool. Black Crescent and Boba Fett fighting side by side. That, that happened be. in the comics, right? No, I don't think they ever fought side by side. We just saw them together in like one panel. What? Yeah. That makes no sense because the cover of the comic was them standing next to each other on Tatooine. Yeah, that was like the one time we see them together. Because then they go off and do different jobs. Oh. Okay. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, so what about this Vespa chase? Uh, <laughs> which is what I'm calling it. Uh... It looked really slow and kind of fake to me. What do you guys think? I think it was cool. I liked it. You think it was it. cool? Okay, okay. Uh, no, a lot of people are saying, like, it looked silly. It looked, you know, ridiculous. Like, it looked like it was so slow. And other people are saying, like, that's the point. It was supposed to look like a slow speed chase. It was supposed to be funny. I didn't even realize that it was slow. Okay. Yeah, me neither. And <gasps> did you think it was funny at all? No. Right. It's so weird how people see different things it's so weird how like people can think something is satire yeah and some people can just completely take it seriously yeah, and yeah, not yeah. realize and you don't know what the actual what the person who's creating it is thinking yeah, yeah. like meaning Sorry for it to me want. it's really weird yeah it is interesting i think i think people have a point when they say you know like uh the the times when we saw the major domo like his facial expressions were all kind of funny you know like the way when he was like when he was driving and he was trying to, you know, he's obviously probably not like a race car driver, you know, and he's yeah. trying to get away from them. And the way he looked at things was kind of like a comical way. Uh, 
And then like these His face is comical. Yeah. The way he talks is comical. Yeah. 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 And then we see on me. Yeah, yeah. But these Vespas, uh, they're all like tricked out. Like one of them does one of them have like like ten different rear view mirrors on each side? It looks ridiculous. It looks so silly. But they're so calling them Vespas. They're so bright. Yeah, I don't know what there's probably a real name for them. But they're just so bright and colorful and clean. And you just don't see stuff like that on Tatooine. Yeah. So they just look so weird. And the way they drive, they like if you would imagine an actual Vespa in a high speed chase on Tatooine, right? It would be like bumping up and down as it drives over all mm-hmm. the little things. And you actually see these things, they're hovering, but they're kind of like bumping up and down, like a like a Vespa would. Which I think makes it look fake to me. Because I think of hovering like it should be smooth. Yeah. It shouldn't be. And so that's why. Yeah, but but I think above whatever's Yeah, I know, so I know, there's I know. a big rock. Exactly. I think it looked good. It yeah. might not have looked exactly like Star Wars, but it looked really mm. cool. Okay. Right. Also, my question, how did they pay for those things if they don't have work? They stole them? That's the only thing they pay for. They, they, or their Vespas. They spend, all, they, they spend all their money on their cool clothes and uh, Vespas. And their their, and their body parts. Body parts. Yeah, their yeah. mods. <laughs> yep. Plastic uh, surgery, more like metal surgery. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, so funny. Yes, you don't have to be sorry, mate. I paid a lot for this. I'm proud of my eye. <laughs> that was the line. That was the line I wrote down. I thought that was so great. Uh, yeah. Keep an eye on them. <laughs> or, sorry, it's, it's offensive. Vigorous, it's a figure of speech. You go. That's just so funny. It was it was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, I like that guy. I, I hope we see this gang more and learn more about them. It's painting. Oh yeah, um, that's right. Thank you, Anna, for seeing that. So during the the Vespa chase, there's a time where one of them drives through a painting. Oh yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, so, I saw the painting. I was uh, like, oof, that must have been a lot of money. So I looked here at is, it pretty hard, but I didn't quite. So see here's the painting. Oh, wow. It's a painting yeah, of Java. Oh, my God. Uh, does that look familiar to you at all? Not really. Okay. Kinda. No, is it like... It is a Ralph McQuarrie painting. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's, wow. I mean, it's almost, it's pretty much exactly the Ralph McQuarrie painting. It's just that uh, Luke is airbrushed out of it. So there's no Luke in the painting for some reason. But, uh, but yeah. Who's buying that? Isn't that isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. That's a good question. I just thought that's so cool, and I I did I not discover it. this by any sense of the word. I, yeah, no. I someone else I saw it, I heard it on a podcast. So full of Sith, which is like before, one of the only one of the only podcasts, Star Wars podcasts I still listen to. Actually, you uh, write the show notes. Do you just go on like every social media? And no, just put like the hashtag bop, and bop. then you just no. look through a ton of cool things. <laughs> I like, oh, that's don't. cool. Put them no. show notes. You no, should do I, that. I probably should. But You'd find a lot more cool facts like this. That's that's a good point, Liam. But I don't. I uh, sometimes I do. All right. Well, hey, no one joined us this week on uh, on our Twitter space, I which mean, is a bummer. I, I liked having that person uh, chime in before, but uh, oh yeah, one thing I wanted to say, Anna, thank you. I keep on not reading my own show notes. Also, uh, there's the, the mock shades with the pikes. I don't think we mentioned that. Oh either. yeah. Well. We right. still got some things to go. <laughs> no, but I'm done. I'm done recording. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but 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 I did want to say check uh, check episode two at 
36 minutes and 28 seconds into it. You won't be uh, able to hear it if you don't have headphones. <laughs> yeah, put headphones on, listen to it. Uh, you will hear a full expression of Omega's theme. We're going to see it. Which is the Bad Batch uh, theme. Which is from the Bad Batch. Well, that's what I think of it as the Bad Batch theme, because okay. it's what plays at the end of every episode. What? Uh, I'm not sure if that's right. What would Omega yeah. look like? You know? I know. Would she I be know, a teenager, a young adult? She'd be Boba's age. Hmm? Oh, that's weird. Yeah. She would. I think. She's an unaltered, so she ages normally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, her and Boba might not not have been made at exactly the same time, but they were made around the same time. Well, so weird how yeah, he's made. Yeah. Dude, oh, right, yeah. Because he was also a kid. Right. During Bad Batch. Boba was like, how old? Uh, same age, maybe. I don't know. He he might be a couple a couple years older than her. Probably, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. I can't remember if they established that in Bad Batch or not. That's so weird. But I do hope she shows up. I think it'd be really cool. What's Omega's theme again? Omega's theme. Mm-hmm. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Anyway. It's like boo 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 boo. Yeah, like that one. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Children of the Force. And you can catch up with all of our episodes at childrenoftheforce.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. For Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And may the Force be with you.